right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. So oftentimes, you know, I love the idea of sometimes just shooting your shot, you know, just and, and not even necessarily just like from a relationship standpoint, but I shoot my business shot a lot, especially with the podcast, you know, and shooting your shot to me, that really just consists of, you know, reaching out in any capacity, you know, whether it be an email, whether it be a DM, a text, a call, whether it be really even a comment or repost, a tag, anything like that. Social media allows for so many different ways of communicating forms of communication but why i really bring that up is because so this lady who i'm sitting across from today kiana she was somebody who you know we we did go to the same school and everything like that but i would never really say that we were directly acquainted like we never like obviously i've, I've met her before we've kind of been in similar events around each other different things like that but as far as like you know just like we knew a lot about each other different things like that that wasn't really the case but something i will say that i've been able to learn about her is just her craft, really what she does, really, you know, how dope she is and what she does. And you know how she really has curated a lot of different pieces for a lot of different people, both people who I know and both people, you know, who I just so happen to come across on social media. So, you know, I would, I would reply a lot to her story, not a lot, but I would reply to her story just because I like the work that she did, even a couple of the pieces who she sent off to like my boy Khalil I actually had reached out to him and I was like yo she is like fire we were actually was talking to one of my LBs Shembo about you know a lot of the work that she does and he actually said that he was trying to you know kind of do like a collab type thing so I say all of that really to say that sometimes you really it really just takes reaching out to people it really just takes talking it really just takes having that conversation and yet here we are because it was nothing more than me commenting on what she does and really telling her how much I really love my crap her crap and I really love you know I brought up the idea and the conversation that me and my LB had when we were in Charlotte just talking about her and everything that she was doing and I was like in Charlotte I was telling my LB how I wanted to bring her on the podcast so I'm a man of my word so I always got to follow up there's fortune in the follow-up so I reached out you know we were talking and then she was very much with it even kind of even kind of gave me a different perspective just about you know how she kind of went into business and I even want to do some business with her now that I really know that she does so very excited to be sitting down with her today for her to give y'all what she has and I'm pretty sure that after this interview a lot of y'all are definitely going to want to tap in with her so Kiana how you doing today how's everything I'm doing pretty well. Um, first off, I want to say thank you for this opportunity. I really do appreciate you allowing me to be on your podcast, being able to you know talk about my craft so that other people can hear, and, you know, just come accustomed to the stuff that I do. But to answer your question, I'm doing pretty well today. Good, absolutely, yeah. No, it's always for as much as people you know thank me and appreciate the opportunity i thank y'all this platform really wouldn't be nearly a third of what it is without all my interviewees and all the guests and all the giveaway participants and everybody who has made this possible so no thank you for wanting to be on here thank you for such a quick turnaround time i love when things can just be smooth sailing you can really make it happen so now for the nitty-gritty for the for the for the question of them all so what brings you on the down to business podcast today can you just tell us a little bit about yourself okay well Obviously, I wanted to get on the podcast to just get my business out there. It's still pretty new. I started it back in January, so I just felt like this would be a great way to go ahead and you know broadcast what I'm doing, so that people that I don't know or people that aren't on just my social media can you know just see what I'm doing. But I'm Kiana, and I'm from North Carolina, and I like to sew. Honestly, it's something that I do every day now. Um, it's become just an everyday thing. I like that. I like that a lot. So now that the first question I'm going to ask you just because I love people who know how to sew. My grandma saved my life growing up as somebody who knew how to sew. I would get the holes and the sweaters and the pants and all of that. And grandma always kind of saved me, always made it happen. So shout out to her for that. So are you, I actually brought a, um, a while, while back a 
stitch to perfection, Brianna, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but she was actually a self-taught seamstress who was at ECU as well, who I brought on here. So now, are you somebody who, did you just have this interest and really just kind of kept perfecting and kept doing your own thing? How did this really all develop? Did you teach yourself? What really was this path? No. Um. So honestly, the first time I ever sold was in high school and it wasn't even on like, I was just, I have to take this class, I have to take this class. It was just because there was literally nothing else to take. So I kind of just was forced to take it. And then come to find out, once we started actually sewing, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Like when people would go to lunch, I would go back to class just to finish my project that I started in class. So that's really how it all started. But then I stopped for years, like until, until 2022 this year because... um. Like I said, I just took the class just to take it. I didn't have my own sewing machine. I didn't really, I didn't ask anyone to get me one. I didn't try to go get my own because at that point it was just a class and I enjoyed it. And then this year I just started, I just picked it back up, started sewing again. Got you. Okay. So one, you probably went to a, you probably went to a pretty nice high school if y'all offered like sewing and just different things like that. Cause I'm not. Crazy thing is I went to a high school in the country, like literally nothing. I don't know how we had that class. I really don't. (laughs) It was trying to give y'all some life skills, but okay. So in that time, so basically from the time that you took off till when you picked it back up back in, back this year, like you said, was there a particular reason why you kind of picked it back up? Was there something that kind of just a light bulb went off in your head? Did you just have more time on your hands? Did you kind of just get back into it? Was it never really a thing that you kind of, well, I wouldn't really say that you wanted to give up, but because you were kind of saying that it was kind of just available at the time, kind of just the cards fell, how they may. So in, in kind of like that course from high school till now, what really kind of gave you that idea, kind of that passion again, to want to really dive into it in the capacity that you are right now? So I was supposed to go on a trip back in December of last year and I seen I seen this pair of pants that I wanted online and they were pretty pricey. I just wasn't I just didn't I'm the type of person when I see something, if I know I can do it, I'll I'm like, I can make that. Like why would I buy it? I can make it. And that's with everything, painting, um, decor for your home. I'm just gonna make it. So I seen a pair of pants that I like and then I made them. And then um, after I made them, people were like, I posted on my Instagram and like, I had multiple people DMing me like, oh my gosh, where'd you get these? Where'd you get these? I was like, I made them. And that's just pretty much how I got back into sewing this time around. Okay, so we got a creative in multiple facets. A woman who wears many hats, like she says, she's not really going to, she's going to cut out that middleman. She can just kind of do it herself. She'll do you know it herself. what? Actually, I just had a light bulb off. So before I made the pants, I tried to start sewing um, wigs together. That's when I really started sewing again, before I made those pants. And that's how I knew I could make the pants because I had started making wigs already. So that's actually how I got back into sewing. And I made the wig because I seen one, I didn't want to buy it. And I was like, I can make it. Come on now, work smart, not hard. Okay, so sidebar a little bit. What's the What's the biggest difference between sewing a wig and sewing clothes? Honestly, I prefer sewing clothes any day over sewing a wig just because it just gets messy. The hair gets in your sewing machine. The hair gets on your floor. Um, I just prefer clothes any day. And that's kind of why I, you know, venture towards clothes more than to do the wigs because I just enjoy it more. Got you. Okay. So now when you posted these pants, when people were reaching out to you, when people were making it happen, obviously when you first did this, you did this as a, as for yourself, you wanted to go on this trip. You wanted some really nice fits, everything like that. When people started reaching out to you, what were you thinking? Were you just kind of showing it to the side? I'm not really getting into this. This is really just for me. Were you just kind of like, Hmm, maybe I can, you know, but dibble and dabble into it. Was it just kind of a little bit of everything? Where was your head when you got so much positive feedback? 
Yeah, I was just, I was just honestly shocked, shocked, like, oh my gosh, like, people really, really like these, I can, I just really did not think so, because I thought they were already different, and, um, I just thought, you know, it was just really crazy to me, like, if people like these, and I could start making these, and I could start, you know, slowing the people, because it's different, it's something custom, you know, so that's really how I was feeling when I got the DMs, because I'm not talking, like, 10 DMs, I'm talking multiple, multiple Come on, y'all. She said numbers don't lie. But okay. Okay. So how did it become a craft? Now, how did this become a business? Now you have a page up and running. Now I'm seeing you taking orders and everything like that. What really, when did that other light bulb go off and you said, yo, I can really transform this and brand myself and monetize at the same time? So after I made them and then I seen, you know, the demand for it, I just kind of thought about it like, wow, this is really something I can do on a daily basis because I work from home. I don't go anywhere, really. I really am super introverted. So I just was like, this is something I literally can do at home while I'm still at work, you know. And then after that, I just decided I would make a page, make a website. And then from there, I got my first order. After the first order, it just only took one. After that, you know, I started getting orders in. Like this week, I have four hoodies to make. Yeah, I saw you post something uh, on your story like, yo, all orders submitted by this day is going to be shipped out this day. The rest of y'all, y'all going to have to wait till I get back to the, you know, so, but I understand, I think that I kind of not underestimated it, but the scope of what you do is quite vast. You know, you, you sewing is just, like I said, I have no expertise in that, in that area at all. I just watch my grandmother. Um, even my mom sometimes, and it was just like, you know, that that looks very complex, like that. And then when y'all get that machine busting, I can't, I can't do all of that. So I, I, I'm gonna let y'all rock out with that. But walk me through really the sign of what you do, because obviously, okay, I'm seeing you. I saw a couple of your videos. You lay out all this fabric. You can't really identify what's on the fabric, meaning picture wise, like you can't really tell like what's going on, what's happening. And then next thing you know, you put it all together. I'm like, wow, I'm starting to see the picture. So how does like, how does this work? Do you get the do you get the picture first, then put it on fabric? Do you have to like? Yeah, I'm I'm confusing myself, kind of even asking you. So yeah, what is it really like to get these hoodies full, like full fledged, these pants, just different like that with the graphics and everything on them? So essentially, I wanted to make sure that it was custom, that nobody else is going to have the same piece that you have, unless you were to literally ask, hey, can you make me that same hoodie? And even in that event, I would try to tweak it a little bit, make it a little different, because I want everything to be simply made for you. Everything is specially made for you so if you were to you know go to my website and place the order first thing you're going to do is if you already have kind of in mind of what you want then you would send me those images to my my email account then after that I would um you know kind of curate an image kind of move the pictures around how I know that I'm going to cut the blanket and sew so I place the pictures on in the program that I use I place the pictures in a certain spot because I know where I'm going to cut everything and I know where I'm going to sew and then I also have an option if you don't know what you want then I'll just completely make the image for you I'll send it I'll send you um about at least five. I do five to ten images. I'll send you back five to ten images, different designs, different edits, and you'll choose your favorite one. And then after that, I'll order your fabric. And um, from there, and the fabric is woven. It's not printed or anything. It's completely woven. It's actually from a textile mill. From there, I just start sewing. Do you want me to walk you through the process? Of yeah, do that too, please. <laughs> okay, so after I get your blanket, sometimes I make a TikTok, sometimes I don't, just because it takes longer to film. After I get your blanket, I just kind of start with the top left or top right. That'll be your chest piece. And then I go right underneath it. That'll be your back piece. And then the whole entire right side or left side, depending on which side I first started with, are your sleeves and your hood. And then after that, I'm basically done. After I sew it, of course. Okay, so this is like... 
So I'm, I'm actually glad that you walked me through this process because, well, one, I've definitely been on your website before. I don't know if any prices are listed, but if they are, I don't remember them. But the reason why the reason why I love that you just went, walked me through that was because that is quite the process. You know, you have to, before you even physically start work, you're already doing things. You're sending stuff off, you're curating images, you're sending them designs, different things like that. This is all before you even get any fabric in your hand. And then when you get it, you still have work to do. So for me, what that makes me think of is that people don't always know what goes into things. People just know that sometimes they click a link, they submit this, they submit that, and then they, they, they see the order and they see the price. And a lot of times the price can be the make or break as to why they do something. But it's just like sometimes, and then sometimes, you know, so they argue price and they may not disagree with price and they may ask for discounts, different things like that. But you don't know everything that's going into, you know, the, you don't know that once you submit this and once you pay for this, that she's going to send you five to 10 curated images, not just one and kind of make you pick and make you make, kind of make you settle. She's going to give you five. She's going to give you options, multiple. Cause you may, you may see one or you may have had an idea in your head, but then she puts a little spin on her or she moves something here. And you're like, wow, I actually like that a hundred times better than, than what I was originally going to give. And then on top of that, she has to get the fabric from it. It's all, well, this is quality material. She's getting it from the mill itself. Like, you know, this is just a, it's a lot that goes into this, just a process ordering, waiting. This is before still she's done any work. So it just goes to show, you know, I, I say that in, on your behalf, but I say that for anybody out there, anybody who has their own craft, anything that they do, you never let anybody argue with you about your price, about your work, about your quality. At the end of the day, you know your process better than anybody else. The same way Kiana just walked me through her process, you know your process. Think about step-by-step step what you have to do for whatever it is that you do. And then think about that the next time, you know, somebody tries to argue with you or somebody tries to ask for a discount or, or make you feel, you know, make you kind of second-guess your craft a little bit. It's a lot that goes into this. The right people will support. The right people will understand. The right people will know. Even if they don't support after this or directly place orders with you, they may have learned something. They may now know that, okay, if I'm coming to her, I know that I'm coming uh, she's coming to do some quality work. She's not just coming, just going to slap something on there and just going to give me whatever. Nah, she's going to give me some quality fabric, some quality images, and she's going to take her time with it. She's going to make it happen because every, even something, even that I, I like that you said, even if two people ask for the same thing, they're going to get an alteration just because you want things to be that custom, that special. I think that that's very unique. And I think that that's important because a lot of times we're just so worried about quantity that we neglect quality. You know that we're just so worried about how many orders are coming through and how fast we can just get this money in. But you you shortcut people or, or stuff is not packed up the same or you didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't keep it consistent across the board. And that goes to show you can't slight one person and, and make somebody else feel, you know, every, you don't know who your next, who your next big break could be. What big customer could really support you? What big repost is really going to help you? What share, what like, what word of mouth, what picture? You never know. You have to give everybody that same consistency. And I definitely do hear that and I feel that. And had you not walked me through that process, I really wouldn't have known because I'm looking at a lot of your products from the pants to the hoodies to the bags. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I genuinely have no idea how she does this. Like genuinely, like watch the video still just like, so that, you know, where did that come from? But now that you're walking me through that, you still have to do all of that. And that's still before you even get to work and get to someone making it, making it happen. It's a lot. So I love that. So now in thinking about your products and thinking about what you do, what you make, what you've curated so far, do you kind of stick to a particular lane? Because I remember we were taught, I remember I was asking you, like, I, I noticed you were doing like artists and just athletes and just different things like that. But you said, no, I literally do it at all when it comes to like the pictures and everything. So when it comes to the actual products, like I've seen the bags, I've seen the pants, I've seen the hoodies. Is there more? Do you kind of just, is it like a request basis? Do you just like to stick to certain things when it comes to this? 
it's literally on or whatever you order is what I'm gonna make. This just seems to like right now hoodies were uh, people really really like them, and that was the most popular thing. I say the second most popular is probably the tote bags, but right now it is the hoodies. But no, I literally will make any piece. Like nobody likes the crew neck. Someone wants to order a crew neck. I like making crew necks, but anything anything you order. I'm literally going to make and no I don't only put artists on don't only put athletes or you know things like that but if you want to sing yourself you want yourself on your hoodie I'm going to put you on your hoodie or you on your tote bag or you on whatever you ask me to make it's whatever now what I do have a preference of what I enjoy making the most I enjoy making you know when I'm doing the images and stuff I do enjoy artists the most that's my most you know I do prefer to you know do that because it's just more fun and exciting but um I don't have a problem doing personals. I do personals too. Now, I wasn't posting my personals as much, which I have started doing now, just so that, you know, people can know that I do do personals. You know, with your personal features, I want people to be aware of that. Got you. And that was, it was, it's funny that you said that too, because I remember we talked about that. And I remember, you know, you kind of saying that at first you kind of wanted to keep like a certain aesthetic and kind of just keep, cause I could, like I said, I can go to your page and you can tell like the theme, the message, kind of what you were going for, what you were trying to communicate. That's why in my head, I started to think like, oh, well maybe she, you know, she keeps it consistent like this for a reason. That's what she does. But then when you kind of opened it up to that, what my immediate response was, oh, well yeah, drop all that. Because at the end of the day, now I'm seeing you drop a little bit of everything. And I'm just like, okay, so now I'm thinking like, oh, well, these could be great gifts. Or you could get somebody, or you know, people love wearing their significant others, or they love wearing themselves. And they, oh, well, now you can do that. Oh, well, now I know she made crewnecks. And now I know that a lot of people don't wear crewnecks. And now I know that I live in Florida, and it's short weather out here. So I feel like a short crewneck comp. Yeah, so we're going to talk for sure. But no, I think that is so important to not, you know, nothing wrong with branding, nothing wrong with marketing, nothing wrong with wanting to keep a certain aesthetic. But you also, you know, you don't limit that just because at the end of the day, somebody could scroll. What if somebody scrolls and they're not interested in music or sports, but they're looking at your page like, oh, dang, is that all? You know, well, what if I wanted, you know, something small, like a dog or something, you know, or something crazy? Like, had I not, if some people make assumptions like that or some people would just say, Oh, well, if it's not on there, I don't know. won't even take the time to ask themselves. Because me, for me, I'm going to ask I'm, I'm, because I want to know. I want to see. I said, some of this stuff is really dope. And I'm seeing you putting multiple things at a time on there. I saw that's crazy. And then the back looking different. Because what you did for K-Walls, Khalil, his, that thing is fire. Like, I was looking at it. He had it hanging up. I said, dog, you about to make me mad. Like, that thing that was really fun to me. I like making that image, too. Now, his, we, I did take, we did take two days of, you know, going back and forth of images. Um, The very first image versus the last image are completely different. Completely different. And that's, and see, people, that's another testament to what I'm saying, to the work, to everything that goes into that. What if she's not just somebody who, you know, you're going to come to her, this is what you want, this is what it is. No, even if you come to her with an idea, with something that you, she's still going to give you different variations because at the end of the day, you can think something, you can want something in your head, but sometimes it takes seeing something else. How many of us have gone into a store and, or, or looked at a particular, you know, or been looking for a particular color, a particular shirt, or particular pants, or different things like that? And we walk out with something totally different just because something caught our eye or a jacket or something like that. So you have to also understand that too. That look, she's giving you options. She's give, she wants to bring creative. It's creative, man. It's just that I love creativity because there's no right or wrong way to do it, man. I think that that's so important. So okay, so now we know that one, you do anything when it comes to the images, when it comes to the theme, but two, when it comes to the clothing, you will literally make it all. Her favorite is crew neck, y'all. So keep that in mind. She said, but don't don't really keep that in mind because I'm gonna do the crew neck now. Y'all not wearing the crew necks, so I, I better not see no crew necks. Y'all can keep the pants, the tote bags are fire. But let me let me grab that crew real quick. So 
Okay. But you so, said you wanted shorts. I'm also gonna drop sweat shorts. You don't want. Um, you ain't got. You need. See, see. But I want it. I want to I do want to throw that out there. I really do. Yeah. Nah, go ahead. <laughs> this is about to be spring. I don't want people like, dang. Yeah. Like, that's you it. You're giving us but, the pants. The wood. The pants is all hot. Nah, I feel that though. But okay. But no, nah, that's not it. But I, that is a little sneak peek. That's not it. But it is like one little token. Alright, y'all. See, see, this is why you. This is why you. You listen to the Down to Business podcast because we get the sneak peeks. We get the. We get the people who come on here. You know, they give us a little bit of everything. Okay, so when it comes to bags versus pants versus hoodies versus true necks versus anything does the process really change ultimately with it do you kind of have each one does each one require its own kind of work rendition rules regulations or is everything kind of similar in theme but it really just depends on the actual piece itself like is is doing this as a whole when it comes to the song when it comes to making it is the process pretty uniform or is it really unique to each piece of clothing I would say it's pretty uniform as the entire process goes yeah it's pretty uniform it just it kind of the the picture, the only part that depends is the picture and the sizes, depending on the item that you want. Like, say if you want a tote bag, you can't get, you know, like 10 huge pictures because they just won't fit. So that's just the only thing that's different. Okay. I like that. What's the hardest thing somebody's asked you to make? Nothing. I'd say the hardest thing I made is for myself. I made myself a puffer coat. That's the hardest thing I made. Okay. Hard from what respect, though? It was just something different? It was my very first time in... It's just, I could have did it a different way, but like I said, it was my first time, and it was just hard working with the filler that goes inside the coat. That was the hardest part, when you actually have to sew it together and everything. Okay, got you. So, okay, you already dropped one sneak peek for us. You kind of already told us what you're hoping to do as the year kind of goes on. But okay, I'm thinking now that quarter one is over. We're in April. The year is kind of moving. I'm not going to lie. I feel like summer will be here before we know it. What's on your horizon? What's something you want to knock off? Do you have anything on the bucket list? Do you have any business goals? Anything that you're kind of, anything that you looked at, maybe even in comparison from last year that you want to do better this year, any new spaces that you kind of want to get into, but without giving up too much for the people? I do want to tap into pop-up shops. That is a goal for mine. I really, really want to start doing that just to, you know, get some diversity because I kind of feel like a certain group of people kind of shop with me right now and I want it to be inclusive for everyone. So I think pop-up shops would really, you know, get that out there. I'm not going to lie. Just from what I've seen, I've never been able to attend one myself, but I really think you would go crazy at a pop-up shop. I've seen my, I've seen Quan J do them. I've seen Hot Rod do them. A couple of my boys in Philly Dome and everything like that. I really think for what you do specifically, I think you could go, yeah, you can go crazy at a pop-up shop. Okay, so we gonna we gonna we gonna hold you to that and we definitely gonna keep keep track of the progress as the year goes on. All right. I love that. So now something else that I'm thinking about too is like with sewing, with the machine, is every is once you get this fabric, once it's kind of all laid out, when it's really time to start putting stuff together, is this all machine work? Are you ever kind of because when I think of <laughs> when I think of like sewing and knitting and stuff, I'm always thinking of like this, like you know, the hand motion, like with the two little things. And like, Somebody oh, asked me that before, like, <laughs> but so yeah, so pretty much once you're when you're making the pants, when you're doing the hoodies, everything like that, is this all pretty much you just in the machine, just kind of putting the letting the pieces kind of fall where they may? 
Yeah, um, after I after I cut the pieces out, I mean, it's the machine in you. So after you cut the pieces out, you still have to pin the pieces to where you're going to sew it at. And then you put it on the machine and start sewing. But yeah, after you cut it out and, you know, pin everything where it's supposed to be, then it's pretty much just the machine in your serger, um, which is another machine that you use. But that's pretty much it. Now, the only thing that I do hand sew on are my labels. Now, I do hand sew those on, but those don't take any time to hand sew. But other than that, I don't hand sew anything else. Now, labels, you mean like you have kind of like a tag, like on the clothes Mm -hmm. or on the bags and stuff like that, that kind of lets them know like, oh, this is is me. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, you you, you brought up something earlier, too, that was kind of interesting to me. So you said that you're kind of introverted. You work from home. You do everything kind of in-house. So you don't really have to do much like exposure. Like you don't really have to do much like out to get yourself out there and everything like that. But you also said that something that you want to tap into this year is pop-up shops. So hearing that, now I'm thinking that you recognize that there has to be some sort of balance between business that, yes, you can very much be introverted, but at the same time, you got to put yourself out there. You got to promote market, however that may be and everything like that. So would you say that, would you say that being introverted has helped or hurt you in any way when it comes to your business? I would say it hasn't helped but I, it, would, it hasn't hurt either okay. because I'm not introverted to a point where if I go out in public, I'm like, oh my gosh, just people. Like, I'm not introverted to a point like that. I'm just, to, it's to a point where I just rather be inside, you know? But um, as business-wise, it hasn't hurt, but being more extroverted will definitely help. Gotcha. If you could add one thing to your repertoire right now, whether it be a new service, a new machine, product whatever because you pretty much say you really make it all so now i'm kind of interested i want somebody i want somebody who listens to this or taps in with this i want them to challenge you and really have you make something crazy make something dope on i might have to do it now i might have to get the lab but if you could add one thing to your repertoire right now whether it be a resource whether it be knowledge anything like that what would it be um i would probably add two things which is a mini helper and maybe another machine I just it's funny I was just talking to my boy last night and I was just like you know I love because my last interview we kind of talked about the idea of just you know when when you're a one man band or one woman band it's really nobody to blame or it's really nobody that you can kind of look back on or any everything relies on you so I was kind of asking the questions to myself like oh well when I don't drop an episode it's on me when I don't promote, it's on me. When I don't, you know, when the content is not coming out as consistently as it should be, I really have no one to look forward to. But something that I was thinking about was, dang, yo, if I could just have a little, like, not even little, like, little, but if I could just have some sort of assistance, like you said, like a helper, like, even for the social media aspect, like for me, because it's bit like people don't realize that, yes, I'm very active on social media. I do what I have to do. But I do that because at this point, I branded myself. I made a brand. Yes, I'm, a, I'm an extroverted individual. I love communication and everything like that. But social media, for me, I just be ready to post and go. But at, you can't do that when you have a business. You have, to, you, know, you have to interact with people. You have to constantly promote, make sure things are updated and everything like that. So I'm with you with the help. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of help sometimes. Yeah, right? like you get a DM from somebody on your business page. You can't just leave them on scene. That's, like, what, I'm you can't like, That's what I'm saying. So, Especially because now Instagram got the, well, I know at least it's on my podcast page. I think I took it off my personal page it tell you how long ago somebody was last online like nah you can't you can't do me like that no because sometimes i'm online but i'm just not in the dms now they thinking i'm ignoring them they got the green circle next to my pro i'm like come on y'all going crazy so but no i understand that sometimes you just need somebody to really just tap in to really just make that balance to really just you know just help alleviate things a little bit so i I like that i 
appreciate that. But I definitely kind of like your answer, how, you know, it, it hasn't necessarily hurt or helped you. But at the end of the day, there's room for improvement. There's things that you because I know plenty of introverts. I've talked to plenty of introverts on the podcast, you know, who it's just a way of life. That's just how you are. But at the end of the day, I think y'all recognize that it has to be that balance that, no, you're not going to just exhaust yourself and put yourselves in all these strenuous situations. But at the same time, like you said, y'all are not these just skitsy like folks and everything like that, too. So it, it, it makes it just a little easier to bear that. So, OK, I love that, man. So before we get into social media, before we tell people about all the dope pieces and everything that they can find and where they can find you and everything like that, do you feel like there's anything we haven't touched on today? Even a message that you may want to leave for up and coming people? Oh, before I actually, before I ask you that, when it comes to sewing, do you feel like it's something that people can teach themselves how to do? Do you feel like it's, did you, do you, do I need to get on YouTube? Do I need to go talk to grandma? Do I need to come get in the lab with you? Like, or is this something where I can literally be self-taught if I really put in the time and the work. Now, key words, time and work. Well, okay, I feel like it's two separate answers. If you are a person who is very self-sufficient, like you don't need someone to tell you to get up or, you know, go do this or go do that, then you could definitely, and if you're, you know, if you can follow directions, if you can get, if you can, you know, do that and get on YouTube, I 100% believe you could teach yourself. But if you're a person, because I had to touch up on my skills myself, you know, honestly, I did. I was watching videos on, you know, I forgot how to change a needle in my sewing machine. I got on YouTube and watched that. So I feel like if you have the means to do things like that, then you can 100% teach yourself. If you're somebody who needs a little hands-on experience with another person, just like a little bit, then you definitely should go take a class because it's not something that you should, you know, just hop right into like even if you decide to teach yourself get on youtube i would say even take notes sit down at least for a few days and then go get your sewing machine you don't want to just throw yourself out there or even before you go get a sewing machine um you could i think you could go to joe M's or a store like that and just practice on one of theirs but if you're self self-sufficient and you can follow directions um just from you know visual then i think 100 percent you could teach yourself right now come on I'm about to get on a machine, get on YouTube University, make it happen. Okay. Do you ever see yourself offering classes someday or teaching people kind of your skill and what you do? I really have thought about it. You know, and it's crazy. You know how I was saying earlier, like I'm the type of person, if I see something, I'm going to be like, oh, I can make that. Yeah. It's crazy how out of all the people that will DM me saying, you know, this hard, I need me one versus the one person that asked me to teach them how to sew. Mm, the difference is so crazy. But would I give a class? Would I give a class? Yeah. If you want to learn, I'm here to teach. Absolutely. Tap in, y'all. Come on now. That's, that's help me help you. Okay, I love that. All right, now, so back to the question at hand. So do you feel like there's anything out there, you know, we haven't touched on today, any message that you want to leave maybe for up-and-coming entrepreneurs, people getting into this space, or anybody who really just may be tapping into the interview and want to really know more about you and what you do? As far as, like, up-and-coming entrepreneurs, since I'm still one myself, I think that we all should just help each other help each other because I've learned a lot from, like, after becoming, you know, entrepreneur and starting my own business, me just being on social media, watching people's other stories who also have businesses, I've started to pay attention to that and um, things like that. I've even started to reach out to people like, hey, you know, because before when I first started, I would not reach out for any type of help at all, like, none. But I had reached out to this one guy who also makes clothes not makes clothes he um sells them he has a clothing brand but I reached out like hey what app is this and um he told me so I think for up-and-coming entrepreneurs my um best advice is don't be scared to reach out to people for help like do not be scared to ask for help because it is there if you don't get help you know what if 
they don't help you, you know, they just leave you on scene, then you're going to go out there and figure out how to do it yourself. And that's even better than asking for help because now you know how to do it yourself. So, um, yeah, my best advice is just get out there and start. I know it sounds crazy because, you know, people, I used to think that, like, people always saying, like, just start, just start. But, no, that's really the key. Like, you just got to get up and start no matter how scared you are. I don't care if you only got, like, a dollar to your name. Just still get up and start some type of way somehow because once you start, you know, you never know where it can go from there. Just like you said, it only takes that one person, that one repost. You just never know. So my best advice is just once you start, stay consistent because you just never know. I'm very optimistic and stay optimistic. Love optimism. Man. Yeah, people ask me that all the time. How you just, how you got such a positive outlook on I'm just like, it's going to work itself out one way or another, man. It's honestly already worked out. It's just a matter of experience. But I, no, I definitely do agree with that. I think that, that that lesson holds true and true through and through each episode in this podcast. In some capacity, people just, you know, somebody made a decision one day. You just say, you know, I'm tired of sitting around. I'm tired of looking at this. Or damn, I really used to love doing this. Or remember back when I did this, da, 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 now I got some more time, some more money resources, anything like that, made it happen. Okay, so for the people out there tapping in, man, for those, for the people not, you know, like I said to the people listening, but I don't want to see no crew necks. I don't want to see no shorts, yo. I, I done already, I done claimed it. So, but for everybody else tapping in, you know, for, I know we're going to have some people from my side, some people from your side, and we're going to have people in between. Can you just tell us, you know, the best ways to get in contact with your social media, where to find you, check you out, shop with you, everything like that? The best way to um, find me is on Instagram. I try to stay active on Instagram every day. Um, my tag is not at Nightswear1. I really didn't want to add the one, but I literally was forced because the name was already taken. Oh, before we get into that, I want to make it very clear that my brand's name is not due to like medieval toms or anything like that. Because some I have had like three people ask me, like, are you just into medieval stuff? Like, literally, no, that's my last name. It's just my last name with, you know, a twist on it. So I want to make that a very abundantly clear that it is my last name tied in, you know, with just a twist. But you can find a, find me on Instagram at nightswear1. I also have a website in the bio. And you can find, if you follow my personal, you can find it on my personal, which is at Kiana K. And that's also in the bio. But I would just really rather you follow my business page, obviously. Yeah, everything's right there on Instagram. Just check out the website. And if you want to get in contact with me, the best way is through email, which you can find on the website. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to definitely make sure I include all of that in the bio of this episode. Remember, y'all know Medieval, just the last name, K. But nice. Nice. So there it is. All right, so now, nah, Kiana, I definitely do appreciate, you know, the time for when you get on the platform. I appreciate everything that you're doing, even as an up-and-coming, you know, business owner. And I'm definitely wishing you nothing but success moving forward. I'm very excited, you know, not only to be able to shop with you moving forward, but I'm excited for the collaborations that will, will come from this for the people who tap in. Because I definitely think that this is a unique craft. I think it's something that it's for everybody wanting to move into their own space with creativities and do the fit checks and be very expressive when it comes to clothing and everything like that. I think this is really just right up that alley and it can really be very personable and meaningful when it's all said and done. So no, thank you for your time today. Thank you for sharing. Thank you to everybody, you know, who continuously taps in, who continuously shows love, man. This has been a great year so far, a great quarter one. Very excited, you know, as we continue to move throughout the year, April will be over. Before we know it, the summer will be here soon, man. And then we're going to be wrapping up in those three years in this thing. So let's keep it pushing. Let's keep making it happen. I love all y'all, man. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Here with Tamar Turner.